At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Get a Grip with Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, hey, welcome to Get a Grip. Got a fun one this week. I'm out in Napa for the Fortinet Championship, the Max Homa Championship, if you will, uh, as our boy looks to uh, defend the title that he won here to start the season last year. Uh, so I'll be a part of the broadcast team this week. Uh, had Justin Suh come to the hotel room, sit in one of my chairs, hold the microphone, drink one of my waters, and uh, give great 30- to 40-minute insight. You're going to really enjoy the conversation with Justin. He's one of the really good dudes, and I'm fired up to see what he can do uh, this season on the PGA Tour. So I uh, hope you enjoy the episode. Hope you get a chance to check out a little bit of the golf. Uh, just a couple of reminders. Make sure you're following Ground Under Repair on Instagram at gur.design. We post a lot of cool stuff there. We've got merch drops coming up in the next few months, something to keep an eye on. Another thing to keep an eye on is I've got a children's golf book uh, coming out around the holiday season. And um, I'm starting, I've got to be honest, guys, I'm starting to get cover images set my way. Very exciting. I don't know if there's anything cooler uh, in like our media profession than when you see something physical that you've done. I mean, I got to I get a chance to do that with Golfer's Journal, um, you know, where you get the thing in your hand and you've written it, right? And uh, and the same thing about this book. So I'm really excited about that. Keep an eye out for that. I'll have some links on social and things like that as well. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I've got. Let's get to our man, Justin Suh, live in person. I think you're going to enjoy it. When you show up Fortinet this year, last mm-hmm. year you show up, you Monday qualified, and we were talking on the way over here about Monday qualifiers and kind of the badge of honor that comes with Monday qualifying. Yep. What are you just mentally this week? Like you come into this week now, full-fledged, playing PJ Tour this season. How is the approach this year versus last year as you're like Monday qualifying in and kind of getting your footing under you? Yeah, so like Mondays are different because you show up, you just play at 18 holes on Monday, you don't know the golf course, you show up, and everything's – Playing another course, right? Playing another course. So everything's kind of fast-paced. you got to check in, you got to register. Um and it's hard to settle in on a Monday, like after Monday qualifying. But fortunately, like this year, it feels it feels comforting, uh, to be honest. I was here early. We did orientation. We got all that settled in. Um, How but, was orientation? Like, was it like school? 
Does it feel Pretty like college? Much. I haven't sat down on a desk for that long. Like, did you take college. notes? Took, uh, I mean, scribbled. Okay. <laughs> Doodled? <laughs> yeah. It's professional I mean, I, doodling? I had a few drawings. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'd say, like, coming into this tournament this year, it was, it's definitely a lot more comforting. I see a lot more familiar faces. Um, the guys I played with all, through all those exemptions on Mondays. Um, and to see everyone, it's, uh, it's you know, it kind of feels like I belong. I mean, like, especially as a invite it's it's weird you show up you're kind of you have a lot of obligations but now as you know after earning your card it's 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 like all right we're you know we belong now you get the card and then you win i mean i i find this part you know i was so excited to chat with you just about the whole pj tour thing but mm -hmm. then you get the win right yeah and i know that'd been something you'd been kind of searching for is that first first big big professional victory mm -hmm. how important was the win versus just getting your tour card because obviously the year starts i want to get my tour card i mean that's yeah. the main goal i'm assuming that would be number one on your list for sure but picking up that victory what does that do for your confidence kind of going into the season <laughs> it's funny because i got my card in utah and we had one more event in nebraska and i was pretty like burnt out after of course utah. it was a stressful week you know you're i think i was 17 on the list um and I needed to finish whatever it was to move up. Um, and I texted my agent. I'm like, hey, like, can we take next week off? So I go, I'm like talking to him. He's like, yeah, but, you know, you're playing so well. End up going to Nebraska. Played well there. Took it easy. You know, finished fifth. Went to Utah or Idaho. And, like, there I was pretty tired. And then, like, for some reason I got, like, a second wind and, like, played well in Columbus. And for Victoria National, like, by the fifth week, you kind of know where your game's at. So I didn't even warm up, like probably just played nine holes on Tuesday, the Pro-Am on Wednesday and just teed it up. And the week just kind of felt very simple. Like I just, you know, you were just playing, just playing what we've been doing. Uh, nothing different, but yeah, I ended up winning that. So I, I didn't do five weeks all year and I ended up doing five weeks. And you then, win, and the, fifth win week. the fifth week. This yeah. is the, you're like the Iron Man. I mean, this is the thing. Now you need to start planning that for the years. Exactly. I got to go five or six straight weeks to really yeah. hit my prime. Honestly, though, like I probably, if it was up to me, I probably wouldn't do five weeks. It's just draining. Like, oh, I five can only weeks on the road. Um, that was tough. But. What's, what's the most, when you do those stretches, when you go three, four weeks, is it more mental, more physical, a combination of both? Like, where do you find yourself kind of like zoning out, losing it a bit on the golf course? Definitely, I would say for me, a lot more mental. Um, physically, you feel fine, um, especially with, like, you just manage your time well. You're not practicing as much in week three, four, or five. Um, you kind of you kind of practice a little better. Um, but mentally, it's, it's tough just because, you know, it's exhausting. You don't get to see your friends. You don't get to see your family. Um, you're going from one city to another, real quick turnaround. So that's probably the toughest part. Um, but... Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. It just ended up working well on that fifth week. <laughs> and that golf course is crazy. I mean, that's like yeah. the craziest professional golf course ever, right? I mean, if you're yeah. not hitting it good, you can shoot 85 out there. And then, of course, if you're yeah. hitting it good, you can shoot something low. Obviously, you were on the on the other side exactly. of that. You're hitting it great. But that's a place that it can eject you relatively quickly. For I think sure. my buddy calls it Rainbow Road. Yeah. Mario Kart's Rainbow Road where you go off both sides. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's basically trouble on every side of the fairway. I, mean, I think I had a two-shot lead going into the last – three holes and that's not secure at all like you got 16 <laughs> mega where, stress yeah like 16 you i mean water left water right um you got to hit in like this 10 yard green 17 water all along the right side um 18 you got water literally all along the right side 90 degree turn so 
No, you have to step up and keep playing. I'm like, it's never over until that last putt. What do you drops. think the What do you think the stroke lead would be to feel comfortable on that golf course with three holes to play? If you had like an eight shot lead, would you feel pretty good? Nine shot lead, you feel comfortable? <laughs> yeah, I think anywhere. If you had an eight or nine shot lead, any golf the last course, three, yeah, I think you'd feel pretty good. <laughs> I hit wedge. I hit wedge. Uh, yeah. I was reading the the Brentley Romine story for GolfChannel.com about you was great. By the way, I, I urge everybody to go give it a read. But he was talking about at this time last year. You went to your instructor, Bill Johnson, and you said, let's let's work on setup. Mm. And that has been the entirety of your year is yeah. setup, setup, setup. Can you just expand a little bit on that being the key to how you've kind of looked at your golf game this season? Yeah, because last year I think I I like got enough points to get into Corn Ferry Finals. I played Boise, I played Columbus, and had a bad week in Columbus. Um, and I just kind of felt like every week, especially going from a Monday – going into a sponsor invite, going back home. There was a lot of travel in that sense. Um, and things just always never felt consistent. So I went to go see him and I was like, okay, Bill, like we got to find a way to just have one thing that's constant week to week. Um, and since then, like literally since that lesson, I've only talked to him about setup. Cause for me, like setup's pretty important. Like if the setup's in check, the move I have is pretty ingrained in me right so if the setup's off then something else is off it's kind of like a like a teeter-totter so for me like that setup is important and if that's in and my lines match I feel pretty confident um going into like really any shot like if the setup's right whatever the club is I know like I can produce a pretty good shot and over the week over the course of the year um like obviously things will go you know a little off here and there but to have one thing that you're working on you can kind of make adjustments very easily i mean it's it's such a wild sport that there's so many things to think about mm. and when you can simplify it to one or two things is typically when people play their best golf mm -hmm. and when you can stand over a golf ball going check 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 exactly I'm good yeah then you can just pull the trigger and do what you do yeah for me like setup if the setup is good and then everything external like we just focus on hitting numbers like on the range like that's all we're working on we're trying to hit the number um we use the track man so we've got randomized numbers we're hitting those but for me, like if I'm working on anything, it's literally just getting the setup right. <laughs> when you when you say that, or what is it? Is it alignment? Is it like what what are you trying to checklist Justin through? It's kind of uh, it's kind of like full body. So like what he kind of wants to see is my knees are above the front of my. It's like in the front of my feet, like right where the shoelaces start. Okay, um, uh, Puma that, shoelaces. Exactly. Probably. There you go. <laughs> so it needs to go down that way. <laughs> Um, and the front of your knees needs to come up to inside of your, basically your armpit. Okay. So that's like a straight line. Um, obviously it needs to line up parallel to, uh, to where we're aiming. Um, he likes to see the hands a little lower, but I've got a few things that I do where I can kind of check. Um, I, I got this routine where I know like, okay, like if the hands drop from upright, like this is where the hands needs to be, create that angle. So it's just, yeah. And I mean, for you, it's, it's a two or three second. You can kind of go boom, boom, boom. Exactly. And now I'm, good. Yeah. I'm good to go and I'm good to yeah. rock. Uh, you mentioned the mental fatigue of being on the road for a long time. Also in that Brintley piece, you talked a lot about meditation. Mm -hmm. Is that something you've been doing for a few years? Is that relatively new? No, I've been doing it since probably sophomore year of college when okay. I first working with uh, Kevin Sverduke. Um, that was a big part for me to just kind of get into the groove of things. And we progressed from just, you know, playing well to then learning how to win. Um, and meditation was a big part of that. And in college, I learned to win. Um, it's a very, I always, always thought like mental, mentally, that was kind of the, the breakthrough guys go through and, and learning how to win. Um, I feel like everyone's got the game, but mentally, if you can kind of learn how to win, 
that's a skill that needs to be learned. I've always thought, so like if you're a great athlete, let, let's just, I mean, I always go to basketball because I love basketball, but if you're a great basketball player, you're tall, you're athletic, mm-hmm. you're six, seven, you're a wing. And in high school, you dominate everybody, right? Yeah. I mean, there's nobody that can touch you. Exactly. And then you go to college and you're better than most people. Now there's some really great athletes out there, but maybe potentially you're better than them. And athletically, you can still beat everybody you face off with. Yeah. And then you get to the pro ranks and everybody's six, seven and a wing. Everyone's elite. And it's the mind. Yeah. It's, it's the mind a lot of the time that separates yeah. you. And when you look at the players that typically have massive success, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, even a Jordan Spieth, who seems like he's talking and all over the place, yeah. he's not scattershot. Like when no. he's ready to dial in and hit his golf shot, he is locked in and ready to go. The The mental thing, like the meditation thing is something yeah. I've recently adopted over the last year or something like, are you doing it without an app? Like, do you have, do you do it yourself now? Is it guided every day? Are you doing 20 minutes, five minutes? Kind of what's the process for you? I generally just do, so I stretch a lot. Okay. Um, I probably stretch probably close to like three hours a day. Seriously? Yeah. So like, before- so wait, 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 hold on. Now we gotta, <laughs> we gotta go through this. So wait, so your bands and, and, and foam roller yeah. and you're bringing on the road. Yep. And is this like right out of the bed? You're going, you're stretching yeah. in the morning. Yeah, in the morning, like pre, uh, pre going to the golf course, I'll probably set an hour and a half before I leave. Wow. Yeah, so I'm stretching, um, and that's kind of what I need to like get loose. I, I just love stretching. Okay. Like I've been doing it since. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not kidding you. Probably. This, this is, you need to make shirts. I love stretching, <laughs> Justin South. Yeah, honestly, probably since fifth grade, I haven't skipped a day, and I, I'll wow. be completely honest. Yeah. A, I'm floored right now. Yeah, because I grew up being friends with joseph bramlett okay. and i saw him go through that back injury and that scared me like i did not want to get injured so since that day of like growing up with him like i just stretched every day and over the course of the, like the last 10 years i've just added a few more a few more a few more so like stretching like back then was probably like 15 minutes 10 minutes right now it's progressed to an hour and a half where i'm just kind of hitting the whole body so you're stretching three hours and you're meditating while you're doing that at times. Is that kind of yeah? Plan? So like I kind of like have maybe like a soothing music. I've actually been playing this like yoga music on nice. Spotify. Yeah, there you go. Like while you stretch. Um, but before I leave, I probably put the timer on for fifteen to twenty minutes and just kind of sit there and just work on my breath. Um, Win Hof, like any of that stuff. If you got into that, like the deep breathing exercises, like the 10, 15 minutes of yeah. like really intense kind of breathing, any of those things help you out, or is it more <laughs> this? Is it trying to kind of like slow things down for you? Uh, I'm pretty, I'm already pretty slow. Like when it comes to like after stretching and like, yeah, like it's, it's like, there's not much going gotcha, on gotcha. at the time. You're just, yeah. you're just chilling out, you're man. Just chilling out. So like, I don't know, those 15 minutes is literally just me like controlling my breath. So like, like I'll breathe in and I'll breathe out. And every time I breathe in and out that like transition period is usually when like thoughts start coming in, Right. whatever it is. I mean, you're just kind of like, okay, like these are coming in and then you work on like, okay, the next one, like go back to the breath. And that's something that you can take to the golf course. Cause while you're walking, it's like, Oh, you're thinking about this, this, and this. And you're like, Oh no, just, just get dial back. it back. Right. Yeah. Get back to present, exactly. get back to the wind exactly. and the grass and yeah. the water and you whatever just, you can yeah. feel in this moment. Right. And Cause you practice it. So, you know, like, okay, if things are going rushed, like you just like take a deep breath, breathe out. And then you're kind of centered. Uh, and I need to like Venmo Brentley cause I'm stealing like three things from his yeah, piece. No um, <laughs> I love this nugget about the hotel bed. So uh, tell people your approach to the hotel bed, what it used to be like, yeah. and then now what your hotel bed situation is. Yeah, so like right out of college, I would say being on the road by yourself is a little oh, different. It's, it's, yeah. it's Listen, let's be honest. You're a professional golfer on the PGA Tour, yeah. and you've played pro golf a lot of the world. 
traveling alone is not fun. It's like, not it's fun. Not, it doesn't matter if you're in the nicest hotel room no. in the world. It's not a lot of fun. Yeah, and I probably just yeah, I just kind of became a couch potato. Like I was just on the on the bed watching Netflix, watching shows. Um, screen time like six insane. hours, yeah. seven hours, probably even high. Yeah, yeah, probably even more. Just laying in bed all day. Um, going out to eat, coming right back, laying in bed. Um, and I just felt awful the next day. Like the next day, your body's stiff. Everything feels a little off. So I, I just kind of, you know, during the Corn Ferry Tour season, like I was like, okay, you are not doing that again. Like <laughs> you cannot do that. Like this is not, not helping you play good golf. Um, so I literally just, the rule is not to get in bed until it's bedtime. Like okay. until you are ready to go to bed. But till then, like I said, like if I have a whole afternoon, I'll probably just put it, I always have a towel on the floor and I'm just on the floor, just stretching. Okay. Yeah. Just stretching like on the floor. Um, and I'll go work out or anything and post-workout, I'll go grab something to eat. And right after I eat, I'm just on the floor watching TV, like just stretching. Naps? I, I've, I've tried not to take naps because then my sleep at night isn't very good. Okay. Yeah. Are you like a tracker? Do you do like the tracking at all? No, like you I need don't. a whoop stuff or anything no. like that? I can, I can I can generally feel like if yeah, I have I, I, I agree. I, my, my thing is always yeah. I don't want to know That's because I'm, I just if I have like these terrible. I mean, granted, I have a six month old and a three year old. Yeah. I mean, I haven't <laughs> had a good night's sleep in yeah. two years. But you know, I mean, it, I, I I'm with you. I know my body. Yeah. And I wake up in the morning, and you know if you had a good night's sleep or not. I'm sure that the information obviously expands even deeper yeah. on that. But I'm almost scared to know the information about well, some of the sleep. Colin actually told me like he, I think it was at the open or something. And he's like he had great sleep woke up and his recovery was like at a C terrible. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to know that. Like, That's right. yeah. Like it's like starting your day with a negative. Exactly. It's, it's like you wake up and somebody goes, Hey, your days, you're already losing. Yeah. Today. You're shocked. Yeah. Your day's shocked. <laughs> it's just, it, that, that, that is, that is tough for me. Um, yeah. outside of obvious things. So purse, you know, money, mm -hmm. exposure, TV time. What's the maybe most random difference between corn Ferry tour and now PGA Tour. And I mean, you've obviously played in PGA Tour events in the past, but what do you feel like is maybe the most random difference week to week when you're playing Corn Ferry Tour now versus PGA Tour? Probably the amenities, to be honest. I mean, here we have, we've got the fitness truck. They're there every event. Um, we've got, um, you know, the guys who work on your body in the, uh, in the trailer. So having consistent work and people that kind of knows your body week in, week out, that's very important. I'm on the Corn Ferry Tour, you kind of had like these guys, the local guys come and, right. you know, look at your body, check it out, but they don't know what you dealt with two weeks ago. Right. A week it's it's ago. like going to get a haircut on the exactly. road. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, your barber always knows your hair best. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I'd say amenities like that, the fitness tra trailer. Um, you know, we get really good food out on the PGA Tour. I mean, the Corn Ferry t was really, like, was actually pretty great. Um, but best food on the best food this past year? Is there a place that sticks, sticks out? On the road, like Ooh. one golf course or one place you visit? Colorado was pretty good. Okay. Colorado was great. Um, God, but yeah. Good food. Good food. <laughs> good food. Good, good work food. <laughs> good work like food. like next level. Yeah, clean. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Can you tell a story of a moment throughout your kind of travels on tour where you were in a hotel room, you were in a rental car, you were playing a golf tournament, you were doing whatever, where you're kind of looking around like, what the hell am I doing? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you probably had multiple moments like that in your life uh-huh. throughout your career and your career is still very, very early. But did you have one moment where you're kind of going like, this is like, I was kind of thinking it might be a little different than this early on. Uh, like early on in the season, it was, I'd probably say the first year out, everything was moving so fast. I didn't even get, it was just like, okay, this is what you're going to have to do. This is what you have to do. There wasn't any time to like think about it. Um, How'd you slow that down? Like how does that, does that just, once you just kind of get into the process of it, you just know you go to the, you know, you go to the airport, you get your rental car, you go to the hotel and boom, like it's a checklist, but now it's just routine. Who has been your biggest supporter throughout your career, both amateur wise and professional? Who's been the person that when the week sucked, was there and real mm. positive when the weeks were great, maybe even kept you from getting a little too high. Is there somebody that you really leaned on in terms of like your professional adventures? Definitely my sister. Okay. Because <laughs> she could care less if I played well. A golfer at all? Bad. Yeah. Is she's she a, a golfer? She's a golfer. Okay. She played uh, four years at Berkeley. Doesn't play at all anymore, but um, she's one of the happiest persons I know. Like she's, she's, I talk to her almost every day okay. on FaceTime. Uh, but yeah, there's times like I think it was after Utah when I got tour bound. They asked me like, "Oh, who do you want to call?" I'm like, "Oh, like I'll call my sister." It's like a phone a friend yeah. situation. She she didn't even she didn't even answer. She didn't even <laughs> know I was playing. No idea I was playing. She was out camping, and I called her like two days later. I'm like, "Where the heck were you?" She's like, "Oh, like you played?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got my freaking tour card." I have, here's a picture. It yeah, it's my name on exactly. it. Exactly. It it I'm like, "You left me hanging in the interview." Uh, no, but she's she's definitely my best friend. Um, but I've got a few friends who definitely kept me kept me sane over the course of the season just talking to him on the phone like I got a good great buddy Jake Devine he'll be coming up here um but yeah just friends and family to be honest my parents great supporters honestly my parents great supporters now but it's funny because when things aren't going well like my parent like my mom and dad are kind of worriers like do they so do they leave you alone when that happens yeah they they, they kind of like my mom worries a lot so like honestly that probably fires me up more than anything like my mom like when things were going bad she's like oh it's okay like you know you don't have to be pro i'm just like cork it you right. know, i don't yeah, want to like, hear this this like, is my this is my life yeah, like this, this is my is what job I was so born like to do. honestly i hear that and I, it, honestly the last like couple of years like that probably stuck with me the most i'm just like i'm like screw that like i'm not hearing that at all i uh yeah. i was i remember i was playing an ajga tournament years ago and um speaking of parents and <laughs> I was not playing well at all. Yeah. And my dad had driven out with me. You know, it was not close to our house. We're staying hotel and stuff. And he'd driven out. And I remember <laughs> he left our group to go watch somebody else. Oh, yeah. And I was so mad about it. <laughs> and I remember I played great. Like, yeah. the last six holes, I'm looking around like, where the Where's hell did my dad, dad go? I'm like, no, nah, man. Like, you got to watch the bad yeah. stuff, too. You know? Yeah. But again, it fired me up. I got all motivated Exactly. It. My dad actually does the same thing. He'll come out to all these events. <laughs> I'm going to go watch Homa. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, he'll come out. I never see him. He's he's in the group ahead or the group behind, but he's net or like he's just in the Is that a nerve thing, though? Is that like yeah. partially not wanting to kind of yeah. watch you because he gets too nervous or it's yeah. just too hard to watch his So son? my dad is more he's more like he's he has more similarities to my sister in that way 
of uh, getting a little more nervous. My mom, she can watch the whole round. She doesn't care. She's like, whatever. <laughs> but like when it comes to like your career and everything, she worries a little bit there. Um, but yeah, my dad, like he just he just can't watch. I'm like, dad, like I'm not making this putt for you. I'm like <laughs> I need to make this putt <laughs> for me in my yeah, career and exactly. points and all that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So golf's interesting. Um, you know, since I've been covering golf, I remember years ago, I did an average age of major winners. And at mm. the time, this was probably 10, 12 years ago, the average age was 33. That's obviously changing. I mean, we're having very, mm. very young players, the pressures around you coming out. And I mean, every time you, and even in the Brentley piece, you said, I get asked about this. Every time I do an interview, I get mm. asked about Morikawa. Oh, I already know and, the question. You know, but, <laughs> but when you're, when it's not going your way mm. and it's not, it's, it's, and you're seeing the successes of everybody else. How are you able to not think of their what they're doing well and what you're not doing well? How is it? How are you able to not compare yourself to the other people that everybody else is comparing you to, or do you do it, or are you comparing yourself to them? I in a different way. I compare myself to them in more like skill based. Where like gotcha. okay, like they're probably excelling at this, so I got to work on this. Um, as far as accomplishments, I've never done that. Okay. Um, it never bothered me when Colin, Wolfie, and Victor were playing well. I was super happy for them. Like, we all graduated in the same class. We're representing, um, you know, just NCAAs. Um, yeah, that never that never bummed me out, ever. Like, I was I was super happy Like, when for they them. would win, like, when Morikawa wins the PGA, yeah. there's not a part of you that's like, damn. Like, no, because, like... It's like the first one of those guys that did that. Yeah, like, internally, I'm not bummed because I know, like, I'm not there yet. Like, right. I knew I wasn't Fair. playing well. I knew, I, like... I knew I was struggling, so I'm like, okay, like, what can I do to just get better? Like, what, like, there's no, there's no benefit to me getting bummed out about Colin winning. It's not going to benefit me any, 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 you know, it's not going to benefit me at all, you know. So I was like, okay, like, let's go back to the drawing board, and you know, I just worked on my game. Like, that's pretty much all. It's all like almost motivation, almost like the parent yeah. motivation, where it's like, okay, cool, he did this, I can do that. And speaking sure. of your numbers, I mean. I was looking at your year statistically on the Corn Ferry Tour. So you're fifth in greens regulation, sixth in putting average, seventh in total driving, first in all-around ranking. I mean, it's fair to say you were the best golfer throughout the bag on the mm -hmm. Corn Ferry Tour. What worked? What, for you, worked so well this year? Not just with the swing, because you've always been a great ball striker, mm -hmm. but, like, putting's great. I mean, everything was really, really solid this year. Yeah. Honestly, consistency and, like, probably how we practiced. My routine week to week was pretty – almost – Almost exact, not exact, but like very similar. Um, the way we practice is all simulated. So like, like I said, like we use a track man. We're hitting numbers um, on the range, um, putting. Like even putting. Like I don't. I hate just hitting putts. Right. It's just boring. It's just me. It doesn't yeah. do anything. So for me, like we use a decade app with Scott Fawcett, and he's got, and Coach Zambri was a big part in in creating those simulated rounds. So I just, you know, I'm always executing shots like on the practice screen, on the on the range. Um, so when I get onto the golf course, it's, it's super natural. It's simple. The process is the same. Like this morning I did a high random with, uh, with JMO, you know, it's just like, okay, like 145. what are you hitting? It's just like a mini nine, like, boom, like we already know that's the club. We already know that's the shot. Um, and yeah, it's just the process has become a lot simpler when you're on the range doing that. And are you trying to visualize a shot out on the golf course that you're going to no, play for never. the week? Or is it just simply, I'm trying to hit this number? I'm just trying to hit this number. Because okay. week to week, like, I know guys, they like to visualize the golf course. But, I mean, you can't guess where you're going to be Correct. on a specific hole. Like, what, all, the only thing that you can control as a player is, like, can I hit this number to this spot? 
and that's all I'm focusing on. By the way, this is my big take on practice rounds are overrated. I yeah. mean, I, I'm sorry, but they are. I think yeah. practice <laughs> rounds in general are, are extremely overrated. Yeah. This year in my tournament life, my very amateur tournament life in Connecticut, no practice rounds. Now, really? <laughs> I missed a lot of cuts and stuff by one shot. That's so maybe a little I need, Maybe I need to implement them, but I <laughs> – I don't, I don't, I've always asked pro golfers this and I guarantee you it's probably like 98% of yeses uh -huh. is our practice rounds overrated because like you said, condition wise, I mean, you got to see yeah. the golf course. You need to see where the trouble is and you need to see, I'm sure for you, it's which holes can we as a team take yeah. advantage of, which exactly. holes can we maybe wane off a bit yeah. and not try to get too aggressive because it doesn't fit my eye or I don't like the tee shot. But it's like, other than that, you know, like you're not, I mean, if you're hitting in the same spot yeah. four days in a row, you're winning by 12, right? Exactly. So it's like, that's not something I'm going to recreate. Yeah. Like practice rounds is generally just for you to get a feel for the golf course, yeah. feel for like what could come, like where you want to like position yourself. But yeah, I mean, I, as far as like, I mean, if I see the course once, like I'm good. You're like good. I, I'm And you've not, seen this place. Yeah. So what's your process this week? The golf course you've seen, you played here last year. Mm -hmm. How many rounds will you get in? So I... It's different now because now I'm a rookie and I'm not getting into pro-ams. Gotcha. But last year, I would take Monday off. I would just play nine on Tuesday, nine on Wednesday in the pro-am. But now that I'm a rookie and not getting into pro-ams, I kind of have to play nine like Monday afternoon and then play nine on Tuesday, and I'll probably just do range work on Wednesday. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Who's the Justin Suck comp in sports? You can either go current comp or somebody from the past. I have a couple, by the way, as you're thinking about this. Giannis, potential comp. You know, I mean, Giannis comes out and it takes him a couple, two or three years mm. to really get to who he is. Yeah. And now he's dominating, obviously, MVP of the league. Now, mm -hmm. I mean, that's, you know, you got to have a big year if you're going to be the Giannis comp. Yeah. But I feel like potentially Giannis where, you know, he wasn't, you know, he didn't just burst on the scene like LeBron and all of a sudden he's getting to the finals in two years, right, mm -hmm. with the Cavs. It took him a little bit of time. Do you feel like you have a sports comp that's either playing sports right now or maybe has played sports in the past? I've, uh, to be honest, I've never really thought about it. <laughs> You're just like, I'm me. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I've never really, I've never really, like, compared myself to, like, Do you anyone. do that with golfers? Like, is there somebody out there that you feel like your game kind of resembles, on that, that plays either plays twerk off now or has in the past? To be honest, like, the way Colin plays is pretty similar to where I play. We differentiate, and I'm a little bit more, um, I would say, he likes to feel his shots a little more, and, like, how he cuts, how much he cuts it and how he takes numbers off. But the way we play is very, I would say, pretty similar. What are you into right now? Books, movies, Netflix? Like, what are you uh, watching? What are you doing when you're not golfing? Like, what's... Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, it does... I feel like you have a pretty good idea of what yeah. your day-to-day -day looks like. Maybe mm -hmm. when you're off weeks, like... What are you doing? You watching sports? You in fantasy football? Like, what are you into? Uh, I mean, I'm in fantasy. I don't honestly. I don't really watch that much sports. Really? Like, no, not, not too no, much. Not like, nothing. Do you watch? I mean, do you watch movies? You just not watch too much TV? Are you a reader? Uh, no, I'm definitely not a okay. reader. <laughs> podcast listener? I'm a podcast okay. listener. Definitely a podcast listener. Um, but golf? Do you do golf podcasts or do you do other? No, stuff? No, just other stuff. Yeah. I I probably never really watch golf part. <laughs> like you a never golf watch broadcast. Golf. Yeah. We, so you like if you. Don't get into a U.S. Open. Let's mm -hmm. say you don't get into the U.S. Open. You, will you watch any U.S. Open that week? Well, I'm definitely getting into the well, U.S. Obviously. Open. Obviously, I know. I know. I know. You're. I was saying in the past, like yeah. in the past, you're you're getting in. Honestly, Let's go. honestly, probably just the final round, the very last like four holes, and it's only on because I'm at the golf course or something, and it's on TV. Um, I watch the Masters a little bit, but besides then, like when I'm home, like I. I just check out. Like I don't want to. I don't want to see any golf. Do you go play at all in your home, or is there no golf? Like, are you? Oh not no, a... I practice. Okay. Yeah, I but will you practice. play? Like, will you go play eighteen holes with a group of guys? Go play a money game, something definitely. like that. Definitely, um, definitely play. But yeah, when I'm home, I just kind of check out, watch whatever TV show I'm into, whatever movies. Um, 
you know, at home I got an Xbox and like, you know, we just, <laughs> we just play like Call of Duty or Fortnite with my buddies and we connect that way. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely don't, I just check out a golf, like when I'm home, like I don't want to deal with it. Um, uh, it's kind of a good, good break in between. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Has the whole live world that has kind of surrounded golf this year, has it made it, in your opinion, to somebody that's playing and potentially could get approached from live or has been approached from live? Does it make it more stressful does it make it more loud like does it make it bigger to you does it change anything you're doing in your profession with potentially more opportunity out there than there was two or three years ago I think in our position it's a little different I think we're just kind of sitting back and kind of seeing all this unfold um, I think guys who have been established on the PGA Tour they've kind of got more more of like a hands-on approach to this because they're you know they're defending what they've been playing right. on for years and years um, but for me, like as a rookie, I'm just, it's, it's kind of all great for us because we're, you you're going to benefit. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's, it's kind of just competition between two tours. So, you know, obviously they're, they're pushing for a lot more, uh, a lot more benefits over the course of the future. But for me, like I haven't given it much thought. Like I just kind of sit back and watch, watch everyone go through all this stuff. And it's kind of fun for me. I mean, it's been interesting, like on my side, like the mm -hmm. media side is I haven't had to talk about it much. Yeah. You know, I mean, doing tournament golf, like we're not talking about mm -hmm. it. So I've been on the road. I've been doing some other stuff. I did corn Ferry for a couple of weeks. Did yeah. the senior women's like, I haven't had to talk much about it, which in previous years, it probably would have been over, you know, consuming my life yeah, in terms sure. of like how much I would have had to discuss it. So it has been interesting because I'm kind of like you. I've been able to just kind of sit back and observe yeah. and see what people are saying, what actions happen, yeah. where it goes, and how this is all changing. And I think for you, I, I think you're spot on. If nothing else, it's you're going to benefit in some capacity yeah. because either it's PGA Tour bound and you're going to play here for years mm -hmm. and you're happy and you're content and the purses grow and that makes your life better mm -hmm. and, and easier. Or maybe there's a live opportunity in the future and it makes sense to you and you do it. And, of course, that would be you know lucrative in that capacity as well. Mm -hmm. But I'm with you. I'm a sit back, observe. Pay attention. Don't comment much. I don't yeah. say much. I don't want to say much either no, way. Like, not at all. I, I'm just I'm very. I just find it very interesting because yeah. it has like when you look at media outlets and players, mm -hmm. it has been very consuming. Yeah. And so to be in a place where you don't have to discuss it that often is a relatively nice place to be. And it's I've a kind great of almost place. enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Because honestly, like for some of those guys who have been very vocal, like they're going out each event, you know, kind of representing the tour, like. Correct. being behind them being right. and it's it's all fine it's just 
for me, like I, I don't have to deal with that. So I'm just going out there to play my best golf. So it's fun. How do you reset your goals for this year after obviously accomplishing a big goal of yours of just about a month ago? To be honest, I, I've been asked that before and I've kind of not given it much thought as far as like, oh, I want, you know, a win here or a win there. Like, I think the biggest goal of mine is to just stay consistent. Um, what I've been working on in the Corn Ferry Tour, I want to be able to translate it here. Um, I want to still take care of my body. I still want to progress and gradually get better, which I feel like I've been doing over the course of a season. Um, but as far as finishes go, like, I feel like if I keep doing what I've been doing, if I'm still consistent, still working on the same things, like results will show. Um, I'm pretty confident in that. It, it seems like pro golfers take one of two avenues with that in terms of like, you know, we Justin Thomas always post his kind mm -hmm. of goals for the year in his notes app. And then if you don't accomplish those goals, it's a little bit like we talked about with whoop where you wake yeah. up in the morning and you're like, oh man, I got kicked in the nuts yeah. like right out of the gate. <laughs> and it, you know, if you're setting those goals and it's like, I, I want to top five in every major and mm -hmm. then the major season ends and you still got three months left yeah. of golf and that's now a negative on your season. So I always say this about pro golfers too. It feels like either there's pro golfers that are obsessed with golf and they want to play it all the time, mm -hmm. even when there's not a tournament week. I mean, I think home is one of those players yeah. that like really likes to play golf. And there's players I've met that it is very much a job mm -hmm. and you're out there to do your job. And when you're not playing, it's practicing, it's working on your body yeah. and it's basically prepping for the next week, but yeah. it's not so much like I want to go play the $20 money game, you know, it's yeah. some random course in, you know, the middle of California. Yeah. I mean, I say they're honestly the same goals because if you think about it, like if JT says, okay, you want top five in every major, you look at that and you're like, you have to digress. You're like, okay, how am I going to top five in every major? You got to work on this, this, and this. I'm just focused on that step. Like I need to work on this, this, and this. Has there been a golfer you've played with um, since turning professional that switched something you do? Like, I know you're not a guy. I mean, mm -hmm. what's been cool, what's always been cool about you is you're you yeah. and you haven't really looked elsewhere, but you can't help but play with great players and see something they're doing. And, you know, you came up with, you mentioned more cow. I mean, you've come up with some pretty damn good players, mm -hmm. but has there been somebody that's part of their game you've noticed and gone, okay, I probably need to, to I probably need to work on this. Cause if that's tour level, mm -hmm. then my, maybe my pitching or my sand game's not quite there yet. Definitely. Honestly, Colin's a great friend. He's a great competitor. Um, and obviously he's doing extremely well. Um, and because of our similar similarities for me, like I, I definitely tried to like, you know, pick and pick and pick out like what he's doing great at mentally. He's a great mental player. Um, and he kind of does the same thing. Like when, when he's down the stretch at, at a major stuff, it really seems like he kind of dials it back, focuses on the shot, focuses on the execution and just nothing else really matters. Um, so yeah, I mean, definitely to see him execute that and do what he did in college and translate it to a major, it was it was super impressive. There's a level two of I think sometimes when you play with people like like when I play with you at Riv mm -hmm. or if I played with you know Joel Damon or whomever that's like a pro golfer, there are moments where they hit bad shots, yeah, or they hit a crappy bunker yeah. shot, or they hit a drive thirty yards offline, right? Mm -hmm. And you think these guys never miss. Like, they never miss a shot that bad. <laughs> now, the recovery is always yeah. pretty damn good, but I always feel like sometimes when you see that up close, top five player in the world, top ten player in the world, and it's almost a reminder that they have flaws as well. For sure. They just can cover them up quicker. Yeah, I, I would say almost everyone, like, is bad at something. Like yes. not, no one's great at everything, especially like, in golf. Yeah, Tiger was good at everything, but that Tiger's the outlier. Yeah. We don't talk about that. He's the exception. And he also he wasn't a great. He wasn't an accurate driver. Exactly. I mean, when you think about Tiger yeah. in his prime, like he didn't hit a ton of fairways with driver. Yeah. Now, when he did, it went a long way. But, but that's what also made him such a great iron player, right? Because he was able to feel all those shots. Um, 
Yeah, honestly, like I don't, I probably rarely get upset on the golf course. Like if I do, it's probably because I'm on my fourth week and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just tired. Of, <laughs> you're, you're, you're planning for the yeah. next week's win five yeah, weeks in I'm, a row. Yeah, ever, just, ever broken a club on the course? Never broke a club on the course. Thrown no. a club? Never threw a club. So when you get mad, what does mad look like? Are you like cussing at yourself? I'm like, oh darn. <laughs> See, is that it? That's yeah, it. That's pretty much it. No, I just kind of look. I mean, I move on very quickly. Um, I've never seen the point of just getting mad. I'm like, what's the point? Like, it's it, like I hate having a stressful round. So like, even if I'm playing bad, like, I'm, I just kind of go back. I'm like, okay, like the next shot is this. The next shot. I, I'm always kind of thinking about like where to put myself. Like, okay, like what? What's what does the next shot require? I um I've been telling myself this year if I hit like a I I mean driving has always been the part of my game like accuracy in terms mm. of driving has always been a part of the game that when I'm off that's the part that's off I've been telling myself it's worked pretty well this year yeah. I'll hit a ball like a foul ball way out way, way offline yeah and I'll get over there I'm like somebody in golf history's made par from here probably like, somebody has <laughs> maybe not maybe yeah. I'm too far offline <laughs> so if you don't get stressed on the golf course and you're pretty mindful where do you get the most stress like what in life stresses you out travel what to eat at night like what's the uber <laughs> order like what are what are you the most stressed out honestly like we're probably when we're just like talking shit on xbox <laughs> <laughs> video game trash yeah, talking like, yeah like my, buddy, my buddies just talk a lot of smack so i i don't know like i'd say i'm probably a pretty pretty level guy okay like, I, yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say i stress out over anything too much um well, I appreciate it. Uh, always good to see you. Always good to chat with you. I'm excited to see what happens this year. I mean, it was really, again, getting to cover KFT for a couple of weeks was cool. But, yeah. I mean, I'm always going to keep one eye on what you've been able to do and, and your career and stuff like that, and I'm fired up for it. I think it's going to be a great year. Awesome. Thanks, Shane. All right, that'll do it this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you're a fan of the podcast, uh, tell your buddies about it. Uh, rate and uh, also comment. Like, it's nice if you, if, you, if you leave a review of the podcast. That helps us out as well. And um, feedback on social media, things you like, you don't like, you can always DM me on Instagram. And I, uh, I try to respond. I mean, even if you call me an a-hole, I try to respond. So big thanks to everybody listening. Big thanks to Justin Suh for taking time, especially on a Wednesday, to do this. And uh, we'll be back soon. Enjoy it. And now my choice for best in craft brought to you by Wheatley Vodka. And I really try to pick people that don't win for this. Um, unfortunately, this is not going to be that week. My best in craft is Shane Lowry. And we're picking this guy because he didn't make a bogey for the week. Did not make a bogey at Wentworth. A lot of birdies, one eagle, final round, 65, got it done, birdied the last, all he needed to do to outlast Rory. And uh, when you do something like that, you're going to win this award. So to Shane Lowry, he's playing great golf at 35 years old. Um, you know, you, you kind of think about the last victory being that Open Championship and the way he won and how emotional it was. And uh, I'm assuming that took a lot out of him, but we've seen the consistency return this year, and it's very cool to see him get the victory. Also, I mean, a, a shout-out to the celebration. He might have had some Wheatley Vodka uh, throughout the night as we saw those images kind of floating around social media. So uh, my best in craft this week is the winner on the DP World Tour, Mr. Shane Lowry. And that, of course, from our friends at Wheatley Vodka. Check out Wheatley Vodka. Worth your time. Get a Grip with Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.